0: And the meeting is now being recorded. So, Chair Sullivan, uh, whenever you're ready. It's called to order the meeting of the urban forestry council.
1: Uh, the full council for Friday, December 9th, 2022.
0: Time is uh, 838. Uh, I think first item you want to. If you want to, Kyle, do the land acknowledgement. Uh, sure. I think um, I think the land acknowledgement is
2: actually under item three, so I can just uh, provide a little bit. Oh, sorry about the Definitely. meeting. Um, so, due to the COVID nineteen health emergency and to protect council members, department staff, and members of the public, urban forestry council meetings will be virtual until further notice. Council members will attend the meeting through video conference or by telephone if the video fails and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Unless speaking, please mute your audio to minimize background noise. Please remember to unmute yourself if you wish to speak. Please note that the ringing of cell phones, pagers, and similar devices can still happen virtually and is still prohibited. Please ensure your devices are silent. Public comment will be available on each item on the agenda. Each speaker will be allowed 3 minutes to speak. Public comment can be made in the following ways. First, participants calling into the meeting via telephone may dial star three to be added to the speaker queue. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly and turn down your TV or radio. Second, participants watching the meeting via personal computer may indicate a desire to comment by clicking on the raise hand symbol in the Webex participant panel. And third, members of the public may also submit a comment via email to environment at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the members and will be included as part of the official file.
0: I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan? Here. Vice Chair Crawford? Here. Member Lachin? Here. Member Vesey Favel? Member Vesey Favel. Uh, Member Vesey Favel, it's a bit hard to hear you, but I I do see that you are here. Uh, Member Nagel. Here. Member Sotillo. you. Member Sullivan. Here. Member Spiegelman. Here. Member Salvadori Here. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter. Here. Member Stringer. Here. Chair Sullivan, we have a quorum. Great. Uh, can we move on to the next item?
2: Yep. The next item is item two: review and vote on whether to approve resolution file 2022-12-UFC. Resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code Section 54953e. The speaker is Kyle Maynard, Commission Affairs Officer. The explanatory document is Resolution File 2022-12-UFC. This item is for discussion and action. The council will discuss and consider adoption of a resolution making findings that Government Code Section 54953e requires in order to allow the council to hold meetings remotely, as currently required under local law. Without complying with
0: certain ground act requirements. I move to approve. I will second Okay, With the chair's permission, we can open it up to public comment. members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this
2: item should now press star three to be added to the queue for those already on hold in the queue please continue
0: to wait until it's your turn to speak i'll just pause for a moment while the access code and password are displayed on the screen Mm And see no callings from the queue. Public comment on the item is closed. I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan. Vice Chair Crawford. Aye. Member Lachin. Aye. Member Vissifavel. Uh, Member nickel. Here. Member Sosio. Aye. Member Sullivan. Aye. Member Spiegelman? Aye. Member Salvadori? Aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter? Member Stringer? Aye. The motion passes. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item 3. Okay, item 3 is
2: chairs. Welcome and land acknowledgement. This item is for discussion. Thanks everyone for, uh, for attending today, um. Main um, item I'm
1: hoping we. Have on the to to discuss or review. um, Today is the um, uh, annual, uh, the urban forest annual report. Uh, I know it's late coming, but it's, um. We've got it and it I think it's looking really great. Um, so hopefully everyone's had a chance to kind of look through that and kind of related to it is this, uh. Is the other kind of main item on the agenda today, which is a letter to. We're hoping to issue out to um, the mayor and board of soups Related to uh, some of the findings in the. board in the, um, annual report, so uh, again, thanks for everyone everyone for being here and.
2: um, If you want to Kyle, you can. uh, do the land acknowledgement. Thank you, Chair Sylvan. The Urban Forestry Council acknowledges that we occupy the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatosh Ohlone peoples, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. We wish to pay our respects to the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatosh community and to affirm their sovereign rights as first peoples. We honor the Ramatosh Ohlone for their enduring commitment to steward Mother Earth We recognize that the Ramatush Ohlone have lived in harmony with nature for millennia, and that to achieve a truly ecologically sustainable future for San Francisco, we must embrace Indigenous traditional ecological knowledge and how we care for the city's lands,
0: waters, and all its people. And can we go on to Item 4? Um, uh, we do need to do public comment 1st, so just 1 moment. Okay, members of the public who wish to make a public
2: comment on this item should now press star 3 to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the
0: queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And see no callers in the queue public comment on this item is closed
2: so with the chair's permission the next item is item four adoption of minutes of the october twenty fifth twenty twenty two urban forestry council meeting the explanatory document is the october twenty fifth twenty twenty two meeting draft minutes this item is for discussion and action
0: i move to approve i just want to note that i'd like the The new note taking aspect of it, I think, is really well done. I second. I would second. We go to public comment.
2: So, sure, I, I think um, so. Just for the record, that's uh, a motion from the vice chair and a second from member Nagel. Yes. Okay, so with the chair's permission,
0: we can open it up to public comment. Yes, please. One moment. Okay, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on the minutes should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. You can see no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. Uh, with the chair's permission, I'll now call the roll. Chair Sullivan? Aye. Vice Chair Crawford? Aye. Member Lachin? Aye. Member Reza-Favel? Member reza it's a bit difficult to hear. You Can you just confirm or maybe give a thumbs up? Okay. uh member Nagel? Aye. Member Socio. Aye. Member Sullivan? Aye. Member Spiegelman? Uh, sorry I didn't hear you, Member Spiegelman. back to member spiegelman in a moment member salvadori hi member trang is excused member potter aye. member stringer aye. okay and uh we'll just try member spiegelman again um your vote on the minutes member spiegelman Got, got a quorum on that. Can we move on, or do it? we? do. Yeah, we'll identify um, a present
2: vote um, in the minutes. Um, okay. The next item is item five: general public comment. Members of the public may address the council matters that are within the council's jurisdiction and are not on today's agenda. This
0: item is for discussion. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue for those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to the next item.
2: Yep. Okay, the next item is item 6, discussion and action regarding the draft 2022 annual urban forest report. The speaker is Jesus Lozano, urban forestry council coordinator. The explanatory document is the draft 2022 annual urban forestry urban forest report. This item is for discussion and action. The council may recommend changes to or approve the draft 2022 annual urban forest report.
0: Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Kyle. Um, thanks, to everyone, for moving through those first few items quickly.
3: Um, I'm hoping this doesn't take very long as well. Um, I think the the main changes to this. Uh, year's annual report are in the executive summary um, with the inclusion of that recommendation um, and a um, a graph there showing our adherence to the 2040 um, Climate Action Plan goal to increase the street tree um, population to 155,000 trees. Uh, I don't know if Uh, Folks have had too much of a chance to get through it. Um, There are a few minor changes that still need to be made, some figure titles uh, and additions into the appendix need to be uh, included, Uh, but I just wanted to make sure that this got out to you all uh, with some amount of time before today's meeting, so you could have at least some chance to to read it, Uh, but everything else is pretty much as it is. All the data uh, analysis is complete. Um, unless there's anything you'd like for me to add um i guess just to to get into it the the main thing uh that we we've been discussing now for a few meetings with um Brian uh from Friends of the urban Forest coming uh to to speak to us and and last meeting uh discussing the letter requesting funding uh with an update of the this year's uh tree planting and removal numbers um were at a deficit of about uh one thousand three hundred trees from the twenty seventeen every Tr- every street tree s f uh, census which uh for the thirty thousand new tree increase um and the the fifty thousand replacement tree um Number puts us at about 4700 trees annually over the next 17 years to be able to. To reach that goal um, and then. Uh, the request for funding that we're. Hoping the board of supervisors and the mayor um, puts attention on, which would be. Uh, about 30Million dollars um, to get the. Like about 10,000 trees in the ground uh, very soon, or uh, 14 million dollars annually uh, to to get us moving in the right direction. Um, yeah, that's that's the big ones, the the big learning numbers. I if you have any questions, I'm I'm happy to elaborate on anything. Just
1: please. Um, would you mind? Are, are there uh, are there any other highlights you would like to items um, uh, you can highlight from the concerns and limitations section? You know, it looked like um, staffing constraints was still a
0: was a big issue. Yeah. Um. Yeah most most folks
3: reported staffing constraints if they um, had any urban forestry staff left at all. Um, Some organizations don't anymore um, and are relying on uh, gardening staff, so not not tree related staff uh to perform some of the the tree care work where they can um and then contracting out in other places if for example SFSU has no um a report like free related staff left uh and that seems to be uh true for a lot of other organizations um and the everyone that reported um staffing and funding constraints um Team, even with the return of some funding, uh, believe or are experiencing that getting staff back on board will uh, is and will continue to be a challenge. Um, uh, since uh, not sorry, not because just they they lost a lot of staff um, because of the budget cuts, but also a lot of staff has re- re- retired, um, and the hiring teams just can't
0: keep up. With with what the the needs obviously um, that has something to do with the how that is
1: related or not to the numbers we're seeing in the actual tree plantings and removals. But yeah, so
3: tree planting. Um, at least for street trees did not change very much um, only a little over 100 trees uh, decrease over the last year, uh, but that that being specifically street trees, um, which would be being planted mostly by Bureau of Urban forestry and friends of the urban forest. Um, which had uh, somewhat stable numbers from the year. Past uh, overall street tree planting did I'm not overall tree planting did drop though um, across the board uh, most folks are just only able to provide uh care to the existing trees that they have as needed um not really uh care for their whole um tree uh, urban forest at 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 once or plant new trees i think with the exception of um UCSF
0: that has been able to plant more than most folks. That's a very pretty picture, and I think
1: one one thing I would um, also um, just ask is, I know in the recommendations at the beginning, which I I'm, I think is very important, and like I, I'm I'm glad you put that right up front and kind of. In your face, um, which is the uh, kind of the, the figure number one. the looking at this population, the the goals versus uh, current trending, and I don't know if everyone's had a chance to see that. But on page four, I think that's kind of like the takeaway from this from this year's report is
0: that looking back at the eight-year trends, there's a like a decreasing curve on uh, overall kind of canopy and, and tree
1: numbers in San Francisco and the green line in figure one which is our the the 2040 goal um it's a, like pretty obvious what what the story is um, out of that um and I think this is a good way to for us to <clears throat> uh, a good tool to utilize in kind of um, pushing issues related to Funding and not just funding, which is overall kind of urban forestry issues. Is there, what, what, how does the, the I know you referenced the 2040 cap goal. How does that relate? Um, do you know how that relates, to the, um, uh, the uh, urban forestry master plan phase one goal as well?
3: Yeah. So both goals end up um, having the, the, the tree population at 155,000 trees. Uh, it seems to me that climate action plan goal adjusted for the. Um, 2017 census, which added, um, about 25,000 trees to the. To the population, so it decreased sure. the amount of trees that needed to be. So the, they're
1: they're consistent we're referencing because I think um, in my, to to me, I thought referencing the, um. The, the urban forestry plan, which was a city document. Would be also important um, to do. Um, I mean, I know CAP was as well, but that's not been funded. It's not something that's kind of currently in a funding cycle. Fact that the you know, some of the issues related to it were not funded specifically. So, um, you know, kind of using this as a tool to kind of urge the city to pay attention
0: to what's going on with the urban forest. I think um, maybe we I do that enough. Think- <laughs> But
1: I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts or insights as to
4: the report. Hey. Uh,
0: okay.
4: I thought, as, as we do this, is it possible to have it on screen? I I think that might be helpful for us to follow along what's it's being discussed, yeah. especially like members of the public if
0: if they're I watching. Think. That's helpful to have it on, in oh. front of them. I can share uh, that. So I would just like to share a couple of thoughts. I think that this
4: is really clearly written. Um, I appreciate that. I think the the message is is delivered well. Um, I wanted to mention sort of what Andrew was referencing that Goal because it the way it's written in the letter that we'll discuss in the next agenda item uh, explains why it was changed from fifty to thirty. But then in the executive summary, we don't offer that same explanation. I I think that it it leaves the reader wondering like well wait a second why did it go from fifty to thirty? So unless you know that the census found twenty thousand trees, so we discovered that we were closer to our goal than we realized that it just leaves you wondering so that was one thought um and then further down um uh, thanks for your screen sharing i think yeah i can call out what i'm talking about uh so the, there's a comment where we reference organizations consistently reporting over the last eight fiscal years that's
0: in that that larger paragraph just above the Graph, uh, are we are we selectively pulling from
4: certain organizations, or is that the total number? It includes all the organizations.
3: So that uh, sentence is just um, it's all the trees planted, not three trees. Where where I I try to be sure that if it meant three trees, it says three trees. Um, this this number is just uh, from everybody that reported tree planting and tree removal numbers um, with a, with an answer for the last 8 years. So, if there was just like a, not a non answer, it's not included. The, the organization was removed from the data set uh, just to not skew numbers. Um, but this also includes where folks did report zeros, just as long as they didn't report nothing.
4: Okay, uh, perhaps in a footnote or something, we could just explain how we got to that number. Um, yeah, I, in these moments, I always defer to Igor, and I can't see him on screen at the moment. <laughs> I just wonder like, <laughs> what what's the best thing from like a, a data perspective or like communicating in a in a study like this. Like,
0: um, I'm curious what the best practice would be. I can provide a little bit of context. Um the, we thought this was the simplest way to
5: say it. Um and you're right, Nick. The the shift. Um we should we should rephrase this. We didn't decrease the goal, so to say. Um it just um yeah, we need to think about how to rephrase that. We didn't actually decrease the goal. Um I think what we want to communicate is that we're nowhere near, um, that the planting is just nowhere near where we need to be. And no matter how you slice it, and this is the beautiful thing about it. If you know nothing about San Francisco's trees other than one number, which is a street tree population, it's 125,000, apply any mortality rate you want from that range that that we think is, Reasonable, which is somewhere between two and a half percent and six percent per year, any of those numbers gives us a net negative population growth rate with the with the planting we have now. So if you want to be real optimistic and apply two percent mortality, which is actually outside the range, it's, you know that gives you twenty five hundred trees removed per year, um, and with any of our current planting rates, um, we're not going to be anywhere near. In fact with a 4,000 tree a year planting rate, we're not going to make quite 150, um, 155,000. We're going to be at 149,000. Um, if you apply a kind of more realistic mortality rate, which I think is somewhere around 3%, you're looking at 128,000 trees remaining in um, 2040. So, and then of course, there's a 4,000 trees per year planting. If you scale that back to, I don't know, let's say 3,000 trees per year, um, again, 3% mortality, you you end up at 113,000 trees. So we're gonna lose 10,000 trees over, uh, between now and 2040. And again, play with the mortality rate, play with the kind of planting range that we've been in. We're not getting anywhere. Um, and really the question is just how quickly are we going to lose? Um, Trees and what's really interesting. Um, there was a webinar yesterday, yesterday Wednesday, with Matthew Wells, the urban forester from Santa Monica, and he said their policy was to try. I don't know if they're actually there, but they're att- they're attempting to plant one and a half times, so fifty percent more trees than they're removing, uh, because they know that the mortality rate for the newly planted trees is much higher. They think it's somewhere around twenty percent, and so. If, let's say, we're moving 3,000 trees, we would need to plant just three trees, we need to plant a minimum of 4,500, which is kind of roughly where, we're, where all of this is heading, right? Like, if you look at these various estimates, they all come to roughly the same kind of thing, which is 1,000 trees planted per year is not enough, 2,000 trees planted per year is not enough, 3,000 planted trees per year, not quite enough. Um, and I think that's what this is, that's what this is... Uh, all suggesting. So I think I think it's we can bat the numbers around, but I think the conclusions are pretty robust. And unfortunately the, the population trend also is pretty those estimates or projections are pretty robust, which is flat or declining. So you know
6: one thing, I don't know thing that, that I makes sense. assume is is not in these numbers is um, trees planted without a permit. Um, I certainly see trees going in the ground with, you know, real estate agents, putting in a tree uh, in connection with a, a sale. And I, I just look at that. And I said, I, I know they didn't get a permit for that. So, Nick, I don't know if you have a sense of whether that's a significant thing or, or not. Um, but I it's no, not in these. Exactly numbers. Right.
4: We don't know what we don't know. So I, I think that that's a, a blind spot for sure. And I hope that in a a thing of street trees. We'll be able to capture that because we're getting some of it 1 at a time where. An inspector is on the block and they're looking left and right and thinking, like, this doesn't add up. I don't see this in the database and they add it in there when they catch it. But, uh. That that has to be happening in a number of places that we're we're not capturing.
5: But Mike, just the thought, and I don't want to belabor the point. Um, I think it's true of the other side as well. Um, the reported mortality of 2000 per year, that's. Outside <laughs> of the range that studies have found, um, you know, that's fewer than 2% per year, which would be spectacular. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying, um, right. Perhaps there's some un, uncaptured. Mortality mm-hmm. as well. That's all. Right. Um, again, I, I think it's, I think both both sides exist and as Nick pointed out until we have a census, we won't know which of those two unknowns is bigger, if at all. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. neither is bigger and maybe neither is very important. Yeah, and I, I think you know, one of the things we were talking about in planning and funding, uh, Mike,
1: was that, you know, this is, it's not a perfect number because, you know, this is agencies that, we ha- that have reported and it's, you know, sometimes it's difficult to, to get, you know, it's, I think one of the challenges you know, Jesus had this year and, and and part of the reason I think we were delayed in getting this out is because there's been a lot of turnover like just getting people to respond can sometimes be challenging and getting good responses so I think it's uh, you know we can acknowledge that it's not a perfect number we're not going out and counting every tree but I think that the overall trend is is I think still accurate and I think you're right there's some trees that go in that aren't permitted there's some that come out that aren't permitted there's uh, but I, I do, I do think, in 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 the aggregate, that it's it, accurate depiction of the you know trend, especially if you look at this eight year, past eight year cycle, or um, or I guess this is the past five years, um, um, figure one, and you know that, that trends back for like the last eight years or, or more. Or, or. Can you
7: hear me?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Barely.
7: Speak, I. Uh, um, Two points: um. the fact that just to, it's not too scary, but it's it's scary that it's, we don't have buffer in case
0: so Morgan, station, is there
8: any chance you could you could make it louder? I can't hear a word you're so. saying.
7: I don't know. It's only um on, that's Webex. so I have to yell. I don't know why he's doing this. So
6: much better now. Yeah, yelling actually
7: works. it's two points. i I'm thinking that we don't have any buffer for major beetle mm-hmm. or infestations like they had in SoCal for .LA at major Asian beetle infestation. We don't we don't have it yet, but it doesn't mean it's not gonna come. And that's, that's an issue that we need to add, that we're not prepared to lose trees that we don't know about. We prepare to lose trees with storms, but we're not prepared to lose trees with the major infestations. And a good example is UCSF Montsutro. Um Also, um, you know, like, uh, uh, some of our, we're talking about trees that's not added. I, uh, I think it's probably insignificant. Like the the number of trees that's added year on year is probably low. Like CSF, we donate trees to other uh, groups, you know, when we have the opportunity to donate trees, but we don't know where exactly they are planted, you know, and things like that. We don't think it's planted in a county, but it's a small number. I think it's insignificant. Those number, those spots. It's very small. Small tree is appearing. Damage. Trees that popping up. You
0: know, new trees that don't have a bag. Is that is that clear? (laughs) I'm sorry. You guys got is that uh, that was clear enough? I don't know. Uh, the audio wasn't good enough for me to to understand. I know that. Yeah, that was quite hard. Yeah, I heard about a third of that. Is that, is that better with that microphone? Can
7: you hear me better now? Much better. Much better. All right. So I was saying that we're not ready for a major infestation for middle or any other pest infestations or to lose tree. So it means like when we say lose tree, we also lose newly. So we're not ready for this. So it has to be added. In case of major infestation, we lose, we can lose 50% of the newly tree planted that. What's attacking the tree?
0: And you guys don't hear me? No, Morgan, it's still going out. It's it's hard to hear you, man. Yeah, it's completely going out. When you start, it's very clear and then. Feels like a software issue where, as you talk, it starts to bring your audio. I don't know if you can, not, Mark, Dial in up, um, by by phone, and then we can pull you from the attendees up. That's an option. I
2: don't know if
1: anybody could summarize what he was. Yeah,
2: Member like I'll just send you the the dial-in number if you'd
0: like to connect that way. Um. We can hear you a little bit better than last time, but it still does fade out quite a bit. Um, while Morgan gets on the phone. Um, I I think Nick asked a question
3: earlier that did not get quite covered, um, on the topic of what is the uh best way to um represent uh, the fact that how we reduced a data set, like removed like anomalies, the non Response Um, and Nick below in the executive summary. That's not um, quite explained as much later on in the document. um, It is a little bit more explained that a particular. set of um, organizations did or didn't. So I marked here. uh, I started all the organizations that did not submit data. And then later on, it's further explained that some folks uh, replied with. Did not reply for certain questions, then that's why they got removed from the data set. Uh, So that if you think we can be clearer, I think it's what you're asking Morgan. If we could be clearer about how. We got to those numbers, um,
1: I'm I'm happy to make any adjustments. Yeah, and I think it'd be nice if we could uh, make that. I'd like to be able to make recommendations for edits and updates if we can. I'd like to. it'd be great if we could do that today so that we can um, have an action on the accepting report. can we just
4: do a footnote that then at the bottom of the page it says th- this was comparing like these six organizations I don't know, something like that uh, it's not really a substantive change I um, is, that,
9: is now the, the proper forum to provide like little small edits and things like that is or I, I,
1: Yes, because again, I would like if uh, you know, I really like us to be able to have action at the end of this to you know approve and accept the, the report. So I think if we have updates, edits, tweaks to the kind of text and or content, it's doable within like if we can you know include those here now and then we can um, Jesus can update and, and issue after the meeting. Okay. But one update I would I would recommend here is that increase the street tree um, item number two on the exact summary. It again, I know what we were saying earlier, it's a little confusing how we, it looks like CAP decreased the number. But I think if the first footnote based on the master plan uh, was to increase the population to 155,000 from the current, um, uh, and then the <clears throat> excuse me, the 2021 goal is still to increase to 155, but um, it's um, uh, by by planting 30,000 trees by 20, 2040. So that the distinction is not the fifty to a thirty thousand as a goal, but it's the consistent goal was one fifty-five. The master plan had that goal of one fifty-five, you know, targeted at twenty thirty-five, whereas the cap has it at twenty forty. I think that makes it clearer that it's not it's not about the number. It's about the overall kind of canopy coverage that number okay. represents.
5: I was going to say the exact same thing. So, increase the street tree population to 155,000 by 2040, or even l- just leave it, increase the street tree population to
0: 155,000. Um, I had two, two questions and requests for edits. If the on what the answers are. Um on page
9: uh four of the report um in the executive summary it says the overall number of trees planted within the city and county of San Francisco decreased from three thousand seventy four to nineteen sixty seven. Is that the overall number of street trees planted or is that the overall number of trees in the entire system?
3: Trees planted.
9: Street trees or
3: just trees just trees um, okay.
9: yeah
0: all right just just confirming and then also um on page uh on bottom of page 5 um i had a question $3000 per tree is that the
9: cost just to plant or is that the cost to plant and to maintain the tree during the
0: the, the um the establishment period plant and establish. And well sorry, I didn't hear. What? But plant
4: and establish. Uh, establish being a. an all-encompassing term for watering and restaking or whatever steps it takes to establish it. Maybe we where it doesn't
9: need...
4: should... Sorry. Sorry, Nick. Maybe but we should clarify that. that. <laughs> maybe sorry. Doing it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead.
9: Maybe we should clarify that sentence because it sounds like it just costs three thousand dollars to plant the tree. Um and that that's not what we're saying, right? Um and plant, plant and establish or something.
7: It's more than that. It costs also contracts. Um it's contracts and everything, no? It's not just planting and three years and replacement. There's also uh allocated fund for contracts.
1: Yeah, but I think the point being, Morgan, that it's the that that cost is for the planting and the maintenance. Whether that's you know watering and or other kinds of care,:
7: Not just care, contracts. This, you have to understand that we have to put a, a full number that covers everything. so it's just not maintenance. This also show contract fees and things like that. Does that make sense?
8: Not really it's, are we talking about just we're just looking at the overall costs, including contract fees. Right? All right, well, I, I, I think I think,
1: Morgan's, I think Morgan's referring to contract administration contract management inspectors, um, you know, going out and doing annual inspections quarterly that isn't included in the price of the 3000 dollar tree. I don't think.
0: This doesn't work. Away. We, we hear you, Morgan, uh, I can speak
4: for for buff for the street trees. At least we, we use a little over 20 little over 2000 uh, dollars as our in Luffy, which represents an average cost of planting and establishing and in an inclusive sense. So we think those costs are rising, uh, but it's it's around
0: 2200 right now that that accounts for administration payroll total cost accounting there's certainly instances where it's
4: far more than that like if you've got a cut a basin with
0: concrete or something like that but just at scale, that's what we're looking at. So how did we arrive at that $3,000 figure then? Round it up, Morgan? (laughs) Yeah. I use the number, that I had for myself
7: when I do myself a tree cutting, a uh, basin, and I ask around how much cost to do a contract in the city and county of San Francisco organization. So I rounded up, you know, the numbers um, to get, you know, that number, you know, obviously in 10 years from now, it'll be more.
0: Yeah,
8: I mean, but that's a big delta between, Twenty-two hundred and three thousand—that—that that kind of skews the numbers. I don't know how important that is, and it's obviously inflation will continue. But
7: uh, I, exactly, I think you give us a twenty-five, twenty-eight hundred dollar comfort table to do all everything, you know, and there's uh, inflations uh, incorporated in there.
0: I mean,
8: it strikes me that for the sake of accuracy of this this report, we want to get that number as tight as we think it really is. And if, if 3000. I'm hearing, a, I mean,
0: you, you just mentioned 2200 per tree and, and I don't know how tight those analyses are. There's no way I think you can really plant 2200
7: seems low. It doesn't count bas and cut. If you had the basin cut, it's gonna be more than twenty-two hundred per tree.
1: Also, I think it depends. You know, I think there's a lot of variables, Lou. You know, depending on who's doing the planting and you know who's how the con- how it's how, how maintenance is contracted. You know, if it's a city contract where they're watering, you know, weekly for you know a two-year cycle, or you know all, all the other maintenance for like a you know a two to five-year cycle. I think it can vary, vary but I, I I thought that this was kind of what we thought was a reasonable kind of average of um, a, a per tree cost within the city, knowing that the majority of these trees are happening either on like street trees and or public space, where which is different than you know maybe a private a private entity that might like you know or the Presidio Trust, which has a kind of a different scale and 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 cost per tree. Got it. I think playing out like
4: what lou is talking about it like makes sense though because if if we want folks to trust us and they start seeing discrepancies where they've they've always heard 2200 it's the in lieu fee and then they see 3000 they they might start to question like are all of these numbers inflated are we rounding up on all of them when really we're, we're being very exact at least to the best of our knowledge so it, i think Temporarily, we've got a lot of empty basins to plant or uh, we have this. Deficit of of trees that we're removing and not replacing, uh, but then over time. As we plant those replacement trees, when we start to look to plant new basins, the cost is really going to escalate as we have uh, concrete to cut and more outreach to do with people who never had a tree and. Uh, need that.
0: Needs to be receptive to having it. If I were to take a position on this, I th- I think if we put twenty three hundred
4: in as a cost per tree, I, I think that's really a just easily justifiable number based on our our history. But we could indicate that that those costs are going to continue to rise like we do in
0: the rest of the sentence. The intention of my original point was just to clarify what that that dollar figure covers,
9: not just the planting of it, but also the establishment period and whatever else is included in that in that cost. I, I don't want someone reading the report thinking, wow, that's a lot of money just to dig a hole in the ground or something.
0: Yeah. The, I mean what I mean for
8: you guys is that Nick has Done a, an estimate, but am I right that it sounds like there's a bit of guessing going on with the rest that inflates to 3000 And does any, has anyone actually. Done beside Nick done that
0: you. Okay. Morgan's done. Yeah. I'd like to add that I, I imagine there'll be.
3: Initially more cost as like some organizations set up to plant for the 1st time if we do get that funding. Um, or some department um in the city has to allocate staff time to administer the funding like the the cost at least at the beginning will increase just because it's getting going for the first time with this amount of money right is
0: that am I incorrect? I mean, it seems like one of the
8: strategies that we should be considering is how to reduce the cost per tree. That That's a huge potential for how we actually get to the goal. And I don't know if we've had any conversations or if there's any recommendations within here of how we might achieve that. Um, but it, uh, I don't even know if it's doable to, to be honest, but it, it, it strikes me that economies of scale
0: may come into play here. Can you hear me now? Can you get Go ahead, Morgan, it's a little quieter than before, though. It's more
4: quiet. When you had the phone up to your, your head, that was probably the- yeah, Member of
0: as well, do you want to try um, speaking into your phone? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that worked. Can you hear me? Go for it. Sorry, I can't. uh, It seemed best through your phone. Can you hear me? All right.
7: So I agree with Lou. It's the cost is scary, uh, but you know it's we really the most expensive city to build anything. So it's true that uh, you know the, in the world, I guess you know after Dubai, right? No. So um, it, it just like the re- the cost is really it's it's a it's it's scary, you know, because it's 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 so like it's expensive to plant a tree in a city that needs trees, you know, and, and, it's, and, and if it's expensive, it, it, people don't want to spend that money, want to spend the money somewhere else, obviously. So I agree we should try to find a way to reduce, but as today, I think when, when we look at the number or the cost, it's, it's pretty close, you know, the how much it's gonna cost to plant a tree in a city. You know, uh, unless you reduce you reduce the height or the size of the tree, but you know, fifteen gallon is pr- it's a pretty good standard to plant a tree. You know, in the city, uh, you know, I we can not use what we do in forestry. You know, we can plant smaller trees in forestry, but I think they will get damaged by people and dogs and other things, and that will reduce the cost. But I think the labor cost. Um, is one of the most, uh, you know, especially with the maintenance cost of watering for three years. That's
0: really adding the the labor costs of planting trees. I mean,
8: it's, I don't want to belabor this, and, and you guys know more about this than me, but um, it, it does strike me that this is a huge impediment to getting to the goal. And that there is, um, there are alternatives that we should consider. And, and if, if size is one of them, where obviously if we can get things in, maybe have a much higher mortality, but have a lot less cost for, for growth and install, that might, might be worth experimenting with. Uh, we we've been you know in the Presidio we we do that a lot with with our our trees we we put them in small and generally speaking they get better success overall so I, I don't know if we've even discussed that it's obviously more difficult with street trees we'd we'd obviously have more mortality but it's it strikes me as a, something that we should consider experimenting with at the least. I agree with so, you,
7: just, Lou. Just the- we- we have the same results in smaller trees. We get really good results. Uh, on I don't to, today I don't water my coast live oak up to five gallons. Oh, so that's tell you something, you know. And Bishop pine I don't water them at all, and we plant them pretty skinny and small. So there is probably there is opportunity to add more trees in a higher quantity in some area, most likely, where they're not gonna get damaged.
5: So so just with all due respect to my fellow council members, this may not be the best context for this discussion. Because we're asking for funds. We don't have any funds. So I think it's it's Totally reasonable to ask for funds that will allow us to plant trees in really difficult spaces. If we end up spending some of those funds on trees that are in places that are easy to plant and we end up planting more trees than we promised, fantastic. But, and certainly all of this discussion is on point. Smaller trees are better in just about every case, they're cheaper. All of the, I agree with everything said. It's just that in this context, we're asking for for funds and if somebody says you know you asked for 2300 and you've not been able to establish trees in some of the difficult spaces that makes things look like we hadn't thought things through <laughs> whereas if we're asking for 3000 and then we end up say establishing three trees for every two that we planned fantastic terrific we over delivered so i would just I, we can have this discussion i i i, I supported, but maybe for this specific context um I don't know it might not be the best sort of
1: yeah I mean I, I would course. agree I think, I think getting like the point is there's you know a sh- short the planting efforts to reach any kind of canopy increase and the that's funding that I think part the a big a big component of like making that for uh, go in the right direction and you know increases funding. And you know what in my mind, I think it's kind of a different issue get get the money in and then we can figure we can happily like help the city come up with ideas and ways to kind of be more efficient in in using it. but right now, I think that's not even finding you know
0: strategies is is you know i think secondary support for funding and increases. In my mind, bro. that makes sense.
8: It, it maybe just goes back to what Spencer originally started the conversation with, which is just
0: explaining where what those costs go to. Yeah, that's, I think. Procedurally, we
4: can put together a couple of amendments and then just make 1. 1 motion to amend or, uh. Approve as amended, um. I want to ask cases when, when we say that some organizations experience a significant loss in budget, can we list them? If it's only a couple of organizations. Just curious at that top bolded sentence on screen right now.
3: Yeah, I, I can list them the, the. Tables with all of the funding changes are also at the in the appendix. Um, I just didn't want it. I, I wanted it to be clear that though overall funding I- increased, there are a, a number of organizations that did not experience that at all. Just um, I feel like that that'd be unfair to to those to those groups um, to just blanket say that funding went up.
0: Uh, I can include that note as well, though, in in the paragraph. Okay, my last thought on this and I will shut up. I promise Um, I think that
4: the executive summary does a great job of covering street trees in depth. I. My heart is in street trees, so that's great. It resonates. Um, I think we, we do miss the discussion of large parts of our jurisdiction as a council to discuss, uh. Trees in the rest of the city, so I, I, I worry that. we're that's absent here. Perhaps this is the year we talk about street trees in a big way, but I, I hope that, um, we, we fan out and cover other topics.
3: Yeah, I, I did that someone on purpose um, a a little bit concerned that even with like the sentence where the tree planting drops from uh, 300,000 to 100,000-ish trees that it kind of get confusing as to which trees we were talking about in the same summary um, considering that both the main recommendation and the letter coming um, alongside it are uh, about funding for street trees. I didn't want to make that more confusing, Uh, but I'd be very happy to add more information there. Um, Though uh, I might ask for help
0: um, from at least one of you to make sure that we don't get that super muddy before it goes out. I think that might just be a future discussion. The the goal was
7: three three because that's where we needed the most. I I believe
0: that's one of the reasons why it was centralized to that. Are we at the point, or I could make a a
4: motion to approve with, and then I'll call out a couple of amendments, and we can. Okay. Heads nodding, so I uh, move to approve the, uh, annual street tree. Or, sorry, annual urban forest report. See, I'm already calling the street tree. urban forest report, uh. With the following amendments to include after this meeting, uh, footnotes to define, um. The, uh, the organizations. Referenced in the reporting over the last 8 fiscal years and the organizations that lost. Budget significantly also to restate point to. Uh, as a goal to reach 125,000.
0: Sorry, 155,000 trees. I think we wanted to add Spencer's um, item as well, which was- Oh, uh, thank
4: you. Uh, to clarify the clarification. planting- The approximate cost is
1: inclusive- Hi, ...maintenance and other
0: contractual obligations. Okay, and I need a second. I'll second that motion. No, Vice Chair Crawford, just for the record, could you repeat the motion? Sure. I move to approve the annual urban forest report, adding two footnotes to be
4: included after the meeting, listing the organizations referenced in the comment about consistently reporting over the last eight years. And a footnote for the organizations that experienced significant loss in budget. Uh. To edit, um, point number 2. To say, uh, reach a goal of. 155,000 street trees and. To edit the end of the executive
0: summary to say approximated approximate cost of planting and establishing trees. That was the motion I seconded. <laughs> Thanks for repeating that, uh, Vice Chair Crawford. Um with the chair's permission, we can proceed to public comment. Please. Just one moment. Okay, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star 3 to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. Okay, We do have 1 caller in the queue. Hello, caller, you are unmuted. Your three minutes begin now.
10: Hi, this is Susan Karasov from the California Native Plant Society. Thank you so much for going to the trouble of doing this urban forestry report every year. It is the only report that provides any metrics about the state of our ecosystem in our city. We are 68 percent paved Every plant we add makes a difference, and that includes every tree that we add, and um, I would really like to see more emphasis on planting native trees. I I go to schools, I go around the city, and there's just so few native trees, and the, the birds that we've got, the bees that we've got, the, the butterflies that we've got, they are all depending on our native trees and native plants in our native ecosystem, so that's Adding the dune scrub trees in the dune scrub and the oak woodland trees in the oak woodlands, and trying to keep our precious grasslands free of trees. So please respect the kinds of plant communities that we have, and please respect the fact that our ecosystem is in such dire condition. Um, The the current Biodiversity Conference is making it very clear that now is the time to act and that every one of us has a responsibility and so that when we spend public money or we plant on public land, everything we add needs to be a locally native, native plant and a locally native tree. So, thank you for your work and thank you for your attention. My comments are complete.
2: Thank you for your comment. And seeing no additional callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed.
0: Uh, With the chair's permission, I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan? Aye. Vice Chair Crawford? Aye. Member Lachin? Aye. Member Rese Pavel? Aye. Member Nagel? Member Socio, Aye. Member Sullivan? Aye. Member Spiegelman? Aye. Member Salvadori? Aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter? Aye. Member Stringer? Aye. Motion passes. And with the Chair's permission, we can proceed to item seven.
2: Okay, item 7 is discussion and action regarding the letter requesting an increase in city funding for urban forestry. The speaker is Jesus Lozano, urban forestry council coordinator. Explanatory document is the letter requesting additional city funding. This item is for discussion and action. The council may make recommendations to change or approve the letter. The council may make a motion for further action regarding the contents of the letter. Urban forestry
0: funding needs and strategies to promote the increase of funding for urban forestry. All right, Um, thank you, Kyle. So this letter, um, like the report, has gone through some um,
3: council member review already. Um, We discussed it at the most recent planning and funding meeting and it has received the um, recommended uh, adjustments made there, including the addition of the same uh, street tree population versus 2040 Climate Action Plan goal Part there, and um, a lot of the same language that is included in the executive summary uh, for the, for the report. Uh, I think the the main difference here being a little bit more explanation on the urgency of why the trees need to be planted. I think it wasn't um, included in the report report as it, it's pretty clear that, that that's what the idea of the report is. Um, as well as uh here noting that we may um or that we will be moving forward with making another report a little bit more specifically on um the planting needs um and mortality rates it, it a lot of what was being discussed um for the executive summary uh more um with a more developed like information um from what from what we were discussing in the past item, I don't have anything else to to explain. I'm happy to screen share the, the letter, though.
0: If that's helpful. I think it would be I
11: have a couple of things. Um. um I really appreciate uh you all's help with putting this letter together and Jesus for setting up and um I know Igor and um Morgan really fleshed it out. Um uh I'm wondering is it punchy enough? Will it get attention? Um I think it's very concise. Um my question is the last next to last paragraph in the coming months we will be creating a report to further illustrate. I just don't want to have it kicked down the road for them to think about if Yeah, that makes any sense, right? Sure. Yeah, because um, already every climate change is getting kicked, kicked down the road but um uh so that was my one question then is also kind of uh, related to the last discussion is the ask enough or you know is it enough that if it's reduced it's still somewhat enough or is anything anything enough as Igor has was saying <laughs> so that, that's all I got.
1: Couple of thoughts on that, I, I think originally when we talked about this previous meeting, it was going to be like, a, a, I think a little kind of a quicker, quick and dirty, like call to action letter. Which is, I think, part of the final paragraph and I think we don't, I I would agree. We can, I think. That, and you know the, the, as far as. Is it um, the ask? I, I don't know. I think we've had some conversation on that already. I think it's. Probably a good, it's a good. Start point, I think 1 thing I would ask the full council is how we're going to, what do we do to follow up on this? You know, you send a letter and send a letter to the mayor. You copy all the board. I think it can be accompanied. I would hope I would hope we accompany it with the um, annual report. So there's some substantive backup with it. And then the question I have is what next? How do you, how do we push this issue? Who else do we? Publish it to or send it to, so we can try and get attention to it. Because without attention, without follow up, without you know making
0: noise, it's going to get ignored. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I was thinking about this. I was reading it. Or um, are we going to follow up
2: individually for those of us that live in the city with our supervisors? So I just feel there. The letter is great to get the information
0: ahead of time, but um, we still need to show up in person. Face-to-face communications. Yeah, no, I think we had to figure out a plan to follow up with soups
1: and I think you know if we can distribute that amongst members and folks can, you know, I don't know the easiest way to do this, um, in, in this form, you know, I don't, um, I don't know if there's a way, hey Zeus, we can kind of. Or Kyle, reach out individually and try to get some buy-in
0: from folks or if folks want to, you know uh, volunteer to reach out to individual suits, but I think following up with individual
1: supervisors and then we need to find a way to kind of, you know, again, follow up and bug the mayor's office on this. and i I would recommend we find other avenues to try to get you know attention to it, both the report and the and the letter in particular.
6: You know, one simple su- suggestion would be if Jesus or Kyle could send it by email to each of us, that'll make it really easy for us just to forward it to supervisors. Um, if, if those of us, if people have contacts at individual soups.
1: Yeah, and Mike, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, that it's not going to hurt if, we, if they get it 4 times.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> know it'll help. Yeah. Okay. 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 The email. So the thing I just want to add is, um, maybe if we do do visits with the uh, soups, we can
1: um, collaborate with other people who are supportive of this work, um, who would be
0: willing to go with us, so that it's not just coming from the forest council, but it's also coming from different organizations. In the city. Yeah, I agree, and, and wonder. Advocacy organizations that are already out there could be engaged to help. This as well, which also means we should get this report to them as well. So that they have time to digest it and know. points are or what the goals are. Jeff, just a quick comment um, about the idea of attaching
9: the report to this letter. Um, something that occurs to me when I'm scanning through the report is, you know. If I was a, someone on the board of supervisors, I would look carefully at that agency limitation section of the report. And something that that, that becomes clear when you look at it, the way the data is presented there, it doesn't actually seem like funding and staffing limitations are the biggest obstacle in terms of agency limitations. Um, in other words, I'm not sure the re, the, the report totally supports the letter um, because you know the, that agency limitation section sort of the the graphs that the, I don't know what to call them, the bar graphs that go a lot uh, there's definitely a name for this. <laughs> uh the of the bar graphs that, that are that are horizontal and it shows like the percentage of the respondents that think it's they're not at all concerned. Um uh oh actually, I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Oh what so so I I I am totally reading reading it wrong. I I guess I I, I okay. What I wanted to try to understand from this, and I was actually going to make this comment um, during the last, uh. The last item would be interesting to to know what order the respondents actually. Put these agency limitations in Uh, the the funding and staffing constraints are at the bottom. But it sort of feels like it should be flipped to show that. The most serious limitations are at the top the way it's it's presented in the report. And this was the source of my confusion, I think it. it makes it, the ones that are presented at the top of the of the graph are the ones that are the least of an issue it looks like um or maybe maybe that's not how it was listed, but at least that's the way it falls. It fell out in agency um or sorry in figure three, three, 3 dash a three three point a for example
3: yeah that's just how the questions the order the questions were asked in um I'm okay. happy to make that that switch that's a easy enough um just so we could be return back to the
5: letter discussion, but yeah, I'll make that change. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and Jesus, we can, we can discuss that more at the planning and funding. Maybe there's a way to add a question here that would go exactly to what Matt uh, Spencer is saying without changing anything. So we can wrap that around. Thank you.
9: I was also, I mean, it, relatedly, it might be helpful to have a question in future cycles where you say, like, what are the agency, what are the agency limitations in order? You know, what are your top what are your top three concerns, rather than just saying, are you at all concerned? Because it's sort of hard to tease out from that big block of information what the number one concerns are without you know, really reading it. Um, anyway, this is another way to ask the same question probably.
5: So I can, just a brief comment, Spencer. The We have a challenge where if we change the questions, then we lose the continuity. That's why I was saying we can add a question that basically says, answer these questions, and now order them, in other words, answer the same questions as before. So we have that continuity. Oh, but by the way, we'd also like you to rank those questions in the order that you're actually. The order of yeah, your would, own concerns
9: that would answer the concern without screwing up the data set. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry to derail us there. Um, I, I, um, that. I, so, I guess the the report does support the letter. Um, but it, maybe we could just change the order on it or something to sh- to to make sure it's more evident.
1: I mean, I think the big takeaway that I saw that my, my, I would say it's, a, it's a, uh, the. The funding, the staffing in particular is a, is what you see as the constraint, you know, and they're think they, people need the people to do this work and they need the money to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um,
3: what do you think it'd be appropriate to add 1 of those graphs into the letter? The uh, it's a Likert scale. Um. Okay. I think you know sense? having
1: this this one thing that punches the point home, which is what you've got here, is what I would leave it you know make don't try to muddle the muddle a letter uh, that's what
0: the report is for in my mind, okay. yeah The letter needs to be sustained
7: and simple no um otherwise no one's gonna read it um so it's gotta goes uh what why
0: and how that's it i especially like bringing la into the first sentence uh, as to incite our competitive spirits I like the letter as is, although uh, I wondered what
6: our decision is with respect to Pam's suggestion about the last paragraph. Were we going to drop that or what was the.
1: Thought I mean, if, what I would suggest maybe is that we reference the, the actual report instead of saying, we're coming back with further information again. I think the, uh, the, the genesis of that was that again it was going to be like 1 quick, like a quick punch to say, this is an issue. Pay attention to it. And then follow up with something like a little more substantive like this letter and or the report. So I would maybe just, you know, reference the Urban
0: Forestry Report as a supporting information and document. Okay. I'll I'll move approval of the letter with that with that change with a reference to the actual report rather than the statement that there will be one coming. I second that. We need to do a uh, public comment just 1 moment. Okay, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star 3 to be added to the queue for those already on hold in the queue. Please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. We do have one caller
10: in the queue. Hi this, in Hi, this is Susan Karasoff. Hi, this is Susan from the California Native Plant Society. Yes, please. Um, do send that letter along to nonprofits, including California Native Plant Society, Friends of the Urban Forest, Nature in the City, um, Sierra Club, I'm missing somebody, uh, Climate Action Now, Golden Gate Audubon Society. I, I would consider asking you to make that letter like an executive summary of an executive summary, um, be very clear on what your ask is, and, and put, put a graph in there. They're not going to look at the report, Soups are too busy, and so are their staff. And honestly, if those guys can vote for killer robots and the incredibly expensive logistics chain associated with that, I used to be in the defense industry, they, that's not cheap. <laughs> um, that's just keeping the software up to date and the buildings full of people required, uh, the military can afford that, but San Francisco cannot. So we could spend money um, funding our healthy ecosystems, funding our schools, funding me- mental health services, or we could spend it on idiocy like killer robots and an incredibly expensive logistics um, chain, which makes the $3,000 per tree seem very small, which is, you know, not. That's, that's an impressive way to make something look small. So, um, and you guys don't have to say, hey, you were considering funding killer robots, but you should fund this instead. Send it to California Native Plant Society, and that would be my recommendation for our addition to that letter. Um, you guys can be more tactful. So, so, yeah, please send that on, but, but please, please tighten that letter. Please make it like an executive summary of an executive summary. Nobody in the suits office has got time to read more than a paragraph and look at a graph. Thank you for your attention. My comments are complete.
2: Thank you for your comment.
11: And so you have no additional
2: callers in
0: the queue. Public comment on this item is closed. Uh, With the chair's permission, I'll now call the roll. Chair Sullivan. Member Crawford, aye. Member Lachin, aye. Member Favel? aye. Member Nagel, aye. Member Sotillo, aye. Member Sullivan, aye. Member Spiegelman, aye. Member Salvadore, aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter, aye. Member Stringer, aye. The motion passes. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item 8 item. Um,
11: I, I did have a comment. I don't know if it's out of sync, but I wanted to say that I really like, um. The comment of the public, the native plant society. Um, suggestion uh, about the executive summary and also about the, um. Making sure that this organization are reached. Um, so I don't know if there is a way I know that you know, she came at the end and then we, we, we did the roll call, but is there a way to. Consider that co- recommendation, because I do agree with her that. Um, I don't think necessarily everyone is going to read the report and if the, I know the letter doesn't refer to report anymore, but um, there is a relationship to the letter and some content. And so is there a way to. Facilitate that and make it a little bit more known also to the. Organizations that are working on trees.
0: I'm just asking the group. I don't know. Um yeah, Kyle, I don't know if can we, how we... Sure. are we sure so from
2: about... a procedural standpoint, um and the council's free to make additional and we can make multiple motions um for an agenda item. So the council can continue to Discuss revisions to the letter. We can make uh, there can be a motion and a second and a vote to approve additional revisions as discussed. Um, yeah, I mean,
11: uh, I don't want to delay the process. I understand this has been going on for a long time. So, but I do think that uh, in terms of content, besides process, in terms of content, I think that suggestion was very important. And I think it's true that, um, you know, to make it a little bit more an advocacy piece, the letter instead of just a report and a letter. Um, having the back, you know, having organizations that work with trees and, uh, and the ecosystem backing up the ladder Um, I think it's great. And I also feel that, um, having an executive summary, where at a glance, people can see, what what is the content of the report would be best. So, I, I'm just putting out there. I don't know. I, I don't uh, um, imply that we should not vote today or should not move forward. But. It's just like about content and, con- and a very good suggestion. That's very focused. So I just wanted to make sure we don't miss that one. So, I don't know what you guys propose.
12: Um, I, I'm happy to take any suggestions for, for additions. Um, I think how we discussed, um, in the executive summary of the report that it was a little, um, Manero focused on street trees. Um, because that is the particular goal that we're trying to reach uh, with this report and with this letter is f- that specific funding to even be able to start planting and um, then move forward with other aspects of, of working on our urban forest. Um, so, in that sense, this is a, a a very brief summary of what of what that goal from the report is um uh, noting that we're losing trees if we keep planting at the rate that we're going um and that we need 14 plus million dollars annually um to get that to even start catching up um if there is more information that you'd like me to include I'm happy to to take that um I I mean I I have the 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 opportunity to do that right now um so please um continue that discussion but I think um, I just want to be clear that that was the intent of this letter as it is to have it be just like a very narrow summary of that. We need funding and we need it. We need it now.
11: Mm-hmm. Okay, but that, that's fine. Uh, I just want to, um, I don't know if we have discussed the, um. role of organizations, uh, even if they don't just do narrowly trees, you know, it doesn't matter. I think people who work this organization who work in the field. Can be allies to uh, advocate with the board of supervisors and the mayor for this. So it's not just the council. I mean, the council is issuing formally the letter, but I'm wondering if these organizations can be. Maybe this is the topic for next time, but, you know, how do we reach out to these organizations in a comprehensive way and make them our allies to advocate for the trees? So it's not just the council advocating for the trees. Yeah, just put it out there. I mean, it's just like in practical, you know, practical terms. How do we advocate? Because you know, there are many ways, and I think uh, hearing from all the lists that she mentioned, I think it could be very helpful. I would
0: yeah,
11: We, we do this uh, in other topics. You know, when I work on urban design projects, if there is a neighborhood that is affected, we ask the advocates to come out and advocate for that, and I think it's very effective for the at uh, the board. Um,
7: to hear that actually, not just the council wants that, but there is a whole, you know, landscape of people doing that. So, I have a question, uh, Jesus. The, um, when the letter is sent, it's going to be discussed publicly by the Board of pre- Supervisors, no? Uh, so, they're going to discuss that later, eventually, know, In public. So, I think there will be time for comments for organizations to make comments on that letter that we sent, no? So, I, I don't know if we, this, we should not choose any organizations on our side, we should be, like, able to, to not choose organizations, to be open yeah. to any organizations, yeah. So, I think... Yeah, that's it, why... The, yeah. yeah, sorry. They, uh, they will have opportunity to make comments when the letter is presented to the Board of Supervisors as a public comment. And they cool yeah. advocate at that time. That's my, yeah, that's
11: my. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I meant, but we need to outreach to the organization because I don't think every organization knows what we're we doing. Yeah, it. it's not, you know, so, it's not like everyone is looking at this council all the time. So we need to go out to the organizations that are involved. And uh, that's what I meant. Not like reaching out to specific organization, but making sure that we have a process to now that the letter is issued, we should. Go to the organization, say, we issue this letter and, uh, and uh, we would like you to come to the hearing a certain time whenever the hearing will, if there will be a hearing. That's, that's what I'm saying.
12: Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely be distributing the letter the both to all of the organizations that um, submitted information to the report. That's 22. Uh, people outside of, like, a, a good number outside of this Council, um, and I'm happy to distribute it to the list um, uh, made by the public commenter. Um, And if there's anybody else you'd like me to share that with, um, please let me know, as well as if you'd like to one-on-one directly share it yourself.
0: I think that's much more effective than what I have the capacity to do.
11: That sounds great. Thank you.
4: I think we just have to be careful to discuss what we're on the item for. So if somebody tuned in for like, the report or the letter, and then they thought that discussion ended and they dropped off the call, we don't have many people here, so it's not much of an issue. But like that's part of the intent. So if we want to incorporate that, we should
0: capture that before we go to the next item. Item is the schedule
5: we we I'll can bring it back to planning and funding. I thought we were trying to get this out quickly because there is a sort of budget cycle moment yes. that we're trying to hit right.
4: uh, but
5: I always thought that this was a start of a conversation that you know we're kind of pointing out the problem, proposing a solution highly unlikely that. That solution is going to immediately be implemented, so it's it's a start of the the conversation. But yeah, I'm, if, if uh, council members want to bring it back, um, yeah, I, I'm, we're happy to have it back. It's just I think there was a timing thing we were trying to kind of get it into the and in front of the board of supervisors during the budget discussion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think something we wanted, to, you
1: know. In fact, we wanted to get something out before this meeting, so I think you know I would I'd really like to you know issue this, and we can there's ongoing follow up with different organizations, and I think you know and as I said, coming from individuals, if it comes more than once, all the better, and I think this is you know we
0: can follow up and keep you know have follow up to this or you know other communications on it. I
6: think it's a good suggestion to. to Forward the letter to to the groups that were identified, but I think best not to make the perfect the enemy of the good. And good would
0: be to get it get it approved. So we have a motion and a second. Maybe we just take a roll call vote. And just for the minutes, could we um, just hear the motion again? Or are we still waiting on a motion? No, I thought we already didn't. We already move on it. I think was that you were Yeah, I you
1: didn't.
6: It wasn't mine, but I believe the motion was to approve the letter with a change to the last paragraph to reference sending the actual report, rather than a statement that the
5: report would be coming in the future. That's enough that, and I second that.
4: I thought we voted on that and then went to the next item.
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. So we, we don't need second okay. motion then in that case. Okay. Um so with the chair's permission, we can proceed to the next item. Yes, please. The next item is
2: item eight, discussion and action regarding the twenty twenty-three Urban Forestry Council and Committee meeting schedule. The speaker is Jesus Lozano, Urban Forestry Council Coordinator.
0: This item is for discussion and action. The council may vote to make changes to the twenty twenty-three meeting schedule. All right, folks, last item. <laughs> um <laughs> Sorry, so to share. Do, you a, do you
1: have a handy that schedule handy? Are you able to share that?
12: Uh, yes, let me I had it as notes. Let me put it on a document. So it's a little cleaner. Right? I hadn't. Put it together for distribution,
0: but I'll share it with you after Kyle. Um, one sec. Um, so while I get this,
12: um, ready to screen share, um, I just wanted to note that the reason we're discussing this is because, um, after checking in with, um. The city attorney, um, it, they let me know that, um. Any adjustments made to the 2023 um, dates can be made previous to posting them. Um, thus kind of avoiding having to cancel and and, and arrange special meetings in the future. Um, and the main reason that I wanted to get this on the agenda was because there are a number of uh, full council and planning and funding meetings that are um, in conflict with um, federal holidays or observed holidays, um, as well as I know that you know we all have uh, busy, uh, lives, um, if there are any um, absences, you know that you'll have to, that you won't be available in advance. We can make these adjustments now just to make sure that we have um, quorum for the following year. I think it's clear we have a lot of work to do, and I'd like to just be able to
0: to get through it all. Uh, second, now that I've got this ready. Okay. Yeah. So the first one being uh January third, um being the
12: first day back from the New Year's Eve uh long weekend. Um, you know, I, I I understand that some folks might be on vacation still or you know, it's just there there might not be much time for it to be a productive meeting just considering what's going on that weekend. Um so I guess th- this is just like a uh, a discussion to see if there is a better date for these meetings. If you have a proposed change of date, um, please just uh, come forward.
0: I don't think I need to to speak too much more. I have no issue with the third personally. Is it just Andrew and Igor and I? For that. No, that's, uh, oh, Do you want to reschedule,
4: Andrew?
11: It can be there too.
4: Oh. Uh, sorry, Larry, This first that. one's just
12: planning and funding. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. I, I it's cool. see now
0: that it's the... So we're okay with the third then? All right. Uh, the next 1 is full
12: council meeting may 26, 2023. um, it would be
0: the Friday before memorial day long weekend. Yeah, I think that's 1 that we, you know, sometimes when we have these dates, I, I think a lot of times. We
1: can't quorum, So, I think what the option, um, is just would be what we
0: either move it. or. Mm. Move it or cancel it. Right. That's what I'm. I'm hoping to avoid is quorum issues uh, throughout the year. So we would, would like the suggestion. Would be either probably move it to the 23rd or the 30th. I would assume. No. Mm-hmm. All things being equal if, if folks, you know, you no, know, long,
1: long, long ways out, but I would probably suggest we move it to the, if we could do the. The, the um, afternoon of the 30th, instead of the morning of the twenty sixth. it's probably an easier. Opportunity, it's easier probably I would assume it'd be easier for people to. If there's any kind of holiday planning.
12: So, uh, Tuesday, May 30th at 4 PM. Is what it nice. sounds like.
1: Mm-hmm
12: or it's a it's a full council meeting we usually have those at at 6 sorry um
0: tuesday may 30th okay, at PM. is that sound good with everybody that works for me yes Apologies if I missed this, but are, are we What what is the plan for in
9: terms of in person versus remote meetings? Um, going forward,
12: yeah, so this is this was um, we checked with the um, city attorney with this uh, previously in the year. Um, essentially the answer we've gotten is that that. Um, only chartered groups are um, able to meet in person. Um, and. We're uh just un- indefinitely and virtual until for like just until they let us know that we are not anymore
0: okay so the assumption is all these are virtual right for now yeah um okay so we made that adjustment uh the next
12: one is another planning and funding Um, which lands directly on July 4th, um, so. That just can't happen, um, but if there
0: is another Tuesday or Friday that you'd like to move that to. When is the, when is the full council meeting in July? July does not have a full council meeting. Push back one week. Well, what I'm thinking, I mean, look,
5: we're going to end up with having two um, planning and funding meetings before we have a full council meeting. Um, You know, I'd be okay with just canceling that one, although that something Mm -hmm. we probably can't
0: do in this venue. That makes Um, sense to me. I, I'm I think not that's. Sure. Jesus, I think that's okay. That's okay. I don't, th- I don't think that's... we'd be missing the minimum amount of meetings per per year. I would. I would suggest that. Okay. Um, the next one, uh, September fifth, twenty twenty three, um, at
12: four p.m. Also, a planning and funding committee meeting. Um, the day after the Labor Day long weekend. And I, I'm sorry for um all the full council members. Um I just since we need to post these um in, in the next week or so, I um, just wanted to make sure that these all got covered at once.
4: Andrew, Igor, if we pushed it back a week to the twelfth, does that work?
5: Yeah, we we can. Um I mean I'm not sure that I guess Library Day is the Monday, huh? -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, sure, we can push that back a week. It it doesn't matter to me really, but
0: um so it'll be nine twelve, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey can you send out calendar invites for the whole year or or Kyle just so that it blocks it out for us? We'll be sure to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I think that's the last one. Um, are are there other
12: dates um, that council members know they they might not be available?
0: Any planned absences that we can adjust for those while we're here? Would it be possible to take a look at this and get back to you on that question? I, I just it's hard to, to make that say that for sure right now okay yeah Um, can we yes I think that's fine Um, I think there'd have to be a motion I'm not sure Kyle how would that work well I would hope we can I think we can um, you know make the changes
1: we just discussed uh, through motion and then circulate the calendar. I mean, if there's individual, if there's individual members that can't make. Unless we're, unless there's like an obvious quorum issue, which is typically doesn't happen until a lot closer to a meeting that would have to either necessitate A, a change in the date and or a um, change. Or a cancellation, and I think we take that on a, on a as meeting basis, but I think to Spencer's point just give people, you know, once we circulate this. Folks can take a minute to make sure that there's not some. You know, personal conflicts that and get get and relay that directly to. You Jesus and, and Kyle makes
2: sense. Okay, yeah,
0: Yeah. just to add to
2: that, I mean, it's, I think it's fairly likely that we may need to cancel the meeting or reschedule a meeting, um, exactly. which we do. You know, normally over the course of a year anyway. Um, and, you know, especially given the fact that right now at the council, we have 3 vacancies. Including two vacant seats just on the Planning and Funding Committee, so that may happen anyway. Um, I think the goal right now is just to get on the same page regarding, um, you know, the, the plan schedule for our meetings and changes may need to be made
0: anyway. But just going into the next year, so we can get these posted to and properly noticed to the public at this point too. All right. Yeah. Um- so, when I make the, the document to, to distribute
12: um, as part of the explanatory documents of the meeting today, I'll also
0: forward it to the. Council members for you to take a look at and we can also get the um, calendar holds out to over the next
2: next week to uh, the council members.
4: I know it's a ton of work, but it's
0: really really helpful for us just to not schedule conflicts thanks and we'll be sure to get the um tech check holds out as well too can we move to uh then i would move to approve the uh updated calendar i will. i will second Lead you to it. With the chair's permission we can open it up to public comment. Okay, members of the public wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the speaker queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on the item is closed. I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan. Aye. Vice Chair Crawford. Aye. Member Lachin. Aye. Member Veselov. Aye. Member Nagel. Aye. Member Sotillo. Aye. Member Sullivan. Aye. Member Spiegelman. Aye. Member Salvadori? Aye. Member Trang is excused. Member Potter? Aye. Member Stringer? Aye. The motion passes. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to item nine. Okay, item nine is Urban Forestry Council member announcements. This item is for discussion. have one, I'm not a member, but um so some of you may have heard, others may have not.
12: Um we have regrettably uh lost Illico Poloni as one of the members. She resigned earlier this week. Um and as a note there, um I guess that's for the next item, but yeah, we'll have to do some outreach to re bolster
0: the the council members membership, sorry. Is this, can you explain the process of recruiting a new member um,
1: from the city? Is, are you looking for recommendations? Is there a prerequisite? So, Actually, there, if you
0: want, can you. That's
1: part of that which seats are open because some of them uh, Damon are city. Are supposed to be for city agency are at large, et cetera. So. so.
12: I think, without getting too into anything here i think that might be its own item, but I can send a list of uh, details of um what
0: the requirements are um and some attached notes um and I know um I think ildeco is at, at like one of the at large
1: seats is the other or was an um, or was she an agency kind of an associate?
0: 1 of the 2 nonprofit seats from the board of supervisors. We'll miss her on the council for sure. Yeah, apparently she's, you know, main factor from what you mentioned to
1: us was she's, uh, um. Increasing her workload with this. It's stewards and. And she was just a little
0: overstretched, so. But yeah, we'll definitely miss her. I hope she can still participate or join it as she's available.
4: I wanted to share a street tree nursery announcement. Uh, just the fence is almost completely up. We're installing the gates uh done grading the plaza on fifth street is completely gone now but we preserved the plaques and we're working on power and sewer and, and water. Um very excited. I, I think the the fence looks fantastic, very robust. Um we're working on some of the design elements like the container which will house the office and um, some some storage um but then the outside classroom space with a a a cool arbor to provide shade and protection there'll be a a separate bathroom uh with two stalls um for less than 1.7 million dollars and we'll have uh uh, a number of other containers on the site for storage that will serve the um, the nursery aspect and our workforce development um, partner to provide job training and uh, post events. So we're hiring for the um, two staff members out there and then working with our our grant recipient for the the rest of the program. so, It'll have a drive-through that goes through it, a one-way loop, uh, and some very limited parking spaces because we want to maximize the utility of it. But um, happy to share an update down the road as a future agenda item. But just as an announcement, uh, we're excited about that. And I think since our last meeting, uh, the election was held, so we will stay in public works, but we'll continue to have. On an SAS Streets and Sanitation Streets and Sanitation Commission that I will continue to provide reports to and um, re- report to in a indirect way through the director's office. So, if you're interested in more on our activities, you can uh, attend those meetings. They're uh, available online on sf.gov. TV and if you look at the the November 21st meeting you could see my presentation about what our bureau does it's about 25 minutes
0: long so I think that's it for my highlights thank you Um, one other announcement from me, um, also since our
12: last meeting, uh, I'm no longer part-time, um, so some of you have already experienced an increase in correspondence from me, um, the rest of you will also, <laughs> um, uh, and I'm excited about that. So um, yeah, just just wanted to share uh, that my capacity has, has increased significantly. Um,
0: and I'm happy to take it get more work done in the, in the rest of this fiscal year and hopefully into the next one we got a public comment yeah please no more comment no, no more Hey, members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star 3 to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. Uh, with the chair's permission we could proceed to item 10.
2: yes please okay. item 10 is new business future agenda items this item is for discussion
0: council members can introduce new items for future consideration by the council i was going to mention the um uh vacancies but uh that was going kind to of hit on in the previous one Suggestions and ideas from from folks on the council about new members would be always welcome. Yeah, just yeah, um, friends of the urban forest representative is kind of conspicuous
6: in
1: its absence. So, yeah. Far. I don't know if um, yeah, I've been, been in conversation with Brian uh, from Fof on this and he's supposed to have been. He'd done some work in trying to get. The who he thought would be the best person at FUF to represent them on the board and they were supposed to be taking an application. I haven't seen any follow-up on that, so I'll poke him again, but yes, agreed.
0: Yeah. So right, right now, just particularly um we need
12: um more than for the other uh seats recommendations for the board of supervisor seats and the um tree care industry. Uh, seat appointed by the mayor, um, so. Which would be filling Jillian Keller's former seat, um. Friends of the urban forest
0: seat and the seat, um. That Ildico just left. Do we have any other items for future for future agendas? Need to highlight here, anybody? because yeah, we've got a few on the list.
1: We'll all presentations and couple the things I'm sure we'll be following up more on the next meeting with this um, uh, the request funding requests and the letter we just
0: discussed. I think if there's no more um, items, can we go to public comment. Members of the public, who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star theory to be added to the queue for those already on hold in the queue. Please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And see, no callers in the queue public comment on this item is closed. With the chair's permission, we can proceed to the final item. Okay, the final item is item 11, adjournment. The meeting is adjourned. The time is
2: 1038 AM. Thank you for joining us. Happy holidays. Hey, thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you, you everyone. Go Croatia.